Ah, lovely Kiwi theme there at 9.34 as we look forward to a big weekend in Kiwi sport. Yeah, another one incidentally on the backup to um, what um, Araha was saying about Lydia Ko. She's actually three over after 13 holes, so it hasn't been a good start at all for Lydia Ko. She's playing with Nelly Corder, who's also three over, and the number one ranked player in the world, um, J.Y. Ko, and uh, she's uh, flat with the card. Leaders are at three under. That is in the uh, Women's PGA Championship being played at uh, Bolter's Row in Springfield, New Jersey. So we'll keep you updated on Lydia, but not the best of starts. Six behind at the moment. Right, so let's get stuck into some rugby chat, shall we? And uh, who better to go to and begin with than uh, Dino from Dunedin. Good morning, Dean. How are you seeing this one? As a neutral, I add. Uh, not 100% neutral, to be fair. Some of the more sounders have played for the Crusaders than they have for the Hollanders, I think. So I've always, I've always followed them with a lot of interest but uh, I've actually been lucky enough to meet Razor in a bar down here one night and he's just a normal bloke so that's why he gets the best out of people like he did, you never heard him once say he's eight and a half all blacks out he doesn't want to put that pressure on the players coming in he gets people ready he's a fabulous man manager so I think if it's fine the Crusaders will win something like 28-15 the forecast and the training field that I've seen on the news with the Chiefs are she she might be more like a fifteen twelve to the Crusaders if it's wet and the ground's saturated. I don't know. So you you just think Dino they are just a better bunch of players or they they just know how to play at this stage or um, how are you looking at the two squads because you you can't really deny the Chiefs what they've achieved so far. Do you think it's more an occasion thing then? I don't deny the Chiefs at all. They've been absolutely fabulous. But I, I look back to round two, and the, I think it was Garden was the referee, and there was 21 points left on the field with three tries that were disallowed. Two of them could have easily been awarded. So it's just a battle of two very, very good teams. And Clayton is going to be one hell of a coach. But I said it last week that um, Rico was playing his 100th and Satudu was playing his 50th. And that, that's huge, and congratulations to both of them. But... Razor, the thought of losing his last game at home is just like, nah, that's not happening. Yeah, look, Dean's point's a good one there around uh, the coaching matchup as well, Smithy, and, and I, I totally hear him, and I actually agree with your sentiments around the Chiefs being a fabulous team. They, they have been, uh, Dean, they have been, you can't, you cannot simply, just cannot deny what they've done this year, but Clayton McMillan's been a huge part of that, really central. Smithy, I'll put this to you. Does it feel a bit like a passing of the baton? One great coach to another who has a chance to be a great. I would be so excited if I was a Chiefs fan moving forward. Actually, if the TAB had a market, I would be backing the Chiefs to win the Super Rugby title next year and probably the year after. I really would. I'm not saying saying for a second that Clayton McMillan is anything like uh, Scott Robertson. I mean, the guy hasn't won one yet. What I'm saying, I'm basically saying is he's the senior. He's now, because of the um, the defections and the changing of the guard around the, the franchises, he's now automatically become the senior statesman in the group. Uh, that's what I'm saying. And and because of his record this year, yes, uh, I, I'm, I'm saying he is he's the big boy. But, I mean, he has to win three, four, oh, yes. five of these things um, to, to even be put in the same league as Robertson, doesn't he? 
He, he completely does, I, and I, I agree. What I'm, what I'm suggesting is this could be a passing of the bat, and right now he doesn't have the championship belt. He's not got it. Is Are they a year too early is what I'm saying. Will Razor relinquish the belt, or will he, you know, leave, walk out, put it on the ground, and then it's Clayton's to take the year after? I just think that, that he is a free thinker. He's very similar to Razor in that way. He won't have a cap put on him by NZR. I would be absolutely thrilled if I was a Chiefs fan, but I just I wonder if this is one year too early. Tina, if I had to give you uh, one player who will either win it or lose it, um, who would you say? Um, wh- which player would you think will, will be the standout tomorrow night? Well, I think without doubt it'll be Richie Mwanga for the for the Crusaders. But the whole team, right? Sam's control of the, the line-out. Christie's just, he's just into everything. He's a wee enigma-type player, you know, he's, I don't know how he doesn't go for higher honours, but that'll that'll change next year anyway. And uh, um, yeah, it's it's just so hard. And for the Chiefs, I think if you go back to last year, Peter Gus lost his All Black jersey in the semi final. So if he does, if he plays like that again, because they rely so heavily on his ball carrying, and when he's on, he's on. But when he's off, like that last semi final, he was terrible. So they could be the two. Obviously, Damien's going to be huge. I hope. I hope player of the day is Brad Webber, man. I, I can't believe they've left him out. I agree. I totally agree. I think uh, you'll find that Brad Webber, if his uh, pack give him any chance at all, if they get parity, Brad Webber's going to have an absolute stormer tomorrow night. Win, lose or draw, he will be a standout. Dino, thanks for those, uh, those thoughts. Uh, appreciate it. Let's uh, stay down your way and uh, talk to Cliff. Good morning, Cliff. Yeah, morning, Smitty. I haven't watched a lot of games this year, but this is a game that I want to watch because I think it gives a, an idea of maybe how the All Blacks are going to go. I think, you know, going forward, I think the Chiefs are not going to beat the Crusaders three games in a row. If Whitelock hadn't have played, I would have been thinking, this could be a tough nut for, the, for them. But I just think the Crusaders are good without the ball. They defend well, and they're going to let the Chiefs try and do some stuff, but I think that the Crusaders, their defensive game, the way they um, man up, they don't let tacklers get through and um, I just think they're going to be, at the end of the game, like the last chap he said, Moanga, it's a bit of a battle with the tens, but it'll be up front and who keeps their line and who and who makes the big tackles and who fronts up, look, you know, it's it's, it's going to be a big a big test for both. But you know, I don't see the Crusaders losing three times in one year to the Chiefs, and probably it is a, a game a year too soon. And there's so many players leaving, Mwanga and and Sam Whitelock going. It's, there's a lot to and, and the coach. There's a lot for the Crusaders to to say that this is their game, and uh, yeah, I think it will be. They've never really lacked for motivation, Cliff, uh, to be fair, uh, and I, I totally agree with you on, on that front. There, there is reasons uh, within the playing group uh, to actually pull out an absolutely fantastic performance. That won't be lost on them either. Yeah, Sam Whitelock's last uh, outing as well, folks, just by the by. Um, Richie Moonga unlikely to be back. Um, he's still a young guy, could possibly return, but who knows? Um, but these guys are high-value money players, and now that they've got nothing else to achieve at this level, particularly if they win again tomorrow night. So uh, interesting. Let's uh, go to Crusaders country, shall we? Thanks, Cliff. Uh, and go to Russell. G'day, Russell. Good morning to you. Oh, 
Smithy, you have to wash your mouth out, mate. You're saying some things today on they're just not acceptable, mate. You oh, know really? Hey, really? Listen, um, look, I, I posted a post about five days ago on Facebook, and I went through all the matchups, and it was the most wa- eye-watering thing you've ever seen. You know, every single position in that game on Saturday night is a matchup, and the Chiefs have played fantastic all year. And the Crusaders are just starting to play well. And I'm a one-eyed Crusader, as you know. But they're going to win for one or two reasons. One of them is a guy like Dallas McLeod, who... And I've seen... I've I've watched every single Crusader game on TV, Couch Potato, every single game since they started. And I watched Dallas McLeod way back, and I thought, yeah, well, he's probably not going to make it. And then all of a sudden, he comes into the family. I call it the family, the fold. And, well, the rest is history. Now, the other person who could be... Because the, the top players, I don't know they're going to win the game. The, the matchups are so good. However, there's one other guy who's really got a bit of nose out of joint. And uh, I wonder if you can guess who that is. He's the best tackler in the country. And his name's Tom Christie. Now, over the ball, Tom Christie is a powerful beast. He will be the deciding factor over the ball, and as long as Ben O'Keefe puts his whistle away and lets the team play rugby, I think it's going to be one of the greatest games of rugby that we've seen in a long, long time. Look, I, I hope you're right, and uh, I hope you're right about Ben O'Keefe as well. I, I somewhat doubt it because uh, they love the big stage, uh, the officials, two Australian ARs I see, and Ben O'Keefe. Um, so they'll have a say, there's no doubt about that. Um, and oh, the TMA worry, is. It? Yeah, it is a worry. You're dead right, Russell. But, you know, that's the, the cloth that they are cut from. I agree with you about Tom Christie and uh, what the deed said about him too is um, he will be an All Black next year without doubt. Um, so um, very, very interesting um, that um, you've made those those points as well. But uh, I, I see it coming down. I really do just come to almost luck, almost the bounce of the ball. They, these two sides are really, really close. They're really close. It's hard to separate them. I wrote them down man for man uh, last night and really looked at them in preparation for today. And it's very hard to split them. Very hard to split them in any capacity. But I, I do believe uh, Brad Webb is going to have an absolute stormer. I reckon Stevenson, given an opportunity, might be pretty handy as well, don't you, after what he's achieved this year.